0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Strength in the Numbers. Now a lot of us this past year, 18 months, have been through a lot of events, changes, potentially have dramatically affected our lives and and the behaviour of people around us and across the globe. And we've had to adapt to different ways of doing things like how we do our work in finance, outside of finance, shopping, learning, socialising, working, celebrating uh, and much more. And we were recently sent a report to SITN by Zoom, uh, the cloud meeting software company. They'd done a survey with Qualtrics and they'd summarized the findings, provided it to us. They'd asked about 8,000 people across 10 countries uh, how they were using uh, video conferencing and such like that during uh, the last 18 months, the pandemic and so on, and how they felt that the future might look like. And in this uh, short episode, I'm trying to maybe translate potentially how virtual the accounting and finance team in the future is likely to be. Interestingly, I just want to make a note about Zoom. You know, they've been around since 2012 and has really only come to prominence in the last couple of years. If you think about it, at the end of 2019, their user base was about 10 million or so users three months later march 2020 that had exponentially jumped up to 220 million daily users and that obviously bring the company increased challenges that were in the news and their profits increased four thousand percent during the period as well however they're not a video communications provider out there there are other ones i think a lot of us started using microsoft teams a lot but if we look at activity in general that we've come to get more familiar with in finance and with our business in general, adopting more of it, music entertainment, uh, I, I tens of thousands of concerts now done over platforms like Zoom. People socialize more. They've held their birthdays over Zoom. A lot of us have spoken at or attended a conference that were are now virtual, a lot of the events we've done. And some of us have even embraced uh, services to keep fit physically and also mentally as well. So there was an extraordinary increase in video conferencing usage during the last 18 months and couple of years. And I suppose it's only natural for us to wonder, uh, will this consumption change going into the future as, as it becomes safer, resume more in-person gatherings and meetings and activities? Will we still want to use the conferencing? And if we do, for what purposes and to what degree will we be using it? And that's what I want to share with you. Maybe three key takeaways from the survey, how it perhaps applies to our world, Interestingly enough, the 10 countries that Zoom had surveyed, what they actually represent is about 74% of our audience base. So it covers a lot of us, but I think it's also got some general points for all of us to tune into. And the first key takeaway I'd probably take from it is that a large majority of those who responded in the survey believe that even after the the recent change in turbulent times we've been through, video communications are here to stay you know beginning of 2020 loads of finance teams around the globe who'd never quite been exposed to any kind of video communications experience and had to start to learn to use this technology on the fly as they went along mostly out of necessity a lot of people said it couldn't be done they had no choice so we just got on and did it in good old finance fashion And uh, the majority of those in the survey, uh, so when we say majority, about 80% plus, uh, suggested that using video conferencing frequently is is now what they expect into the future. To participate in video classes, holiday gatherings, doctor's appointments, uh, work meetings. There will be a large proportion of virtual communication for some of those services as part of our lives moving forward. A second key takeaway really revolves around maybe a few key areas, one being celebrations. So that's the family visits, weddings, birthday parties. I even heard from a finance colleague of a live feed of a cremation after someone had died this week, didn't know something like that existed. Also in the areas of board meetings, mentoring, internal team or external client meetings, AGMs and so on, as well as education. So school classes, tutoring, parent teacher conferences, Professional development. Those surveyed were actually asked about those particular areas, and they felt that those ones around celebrations, business appointments, education were the ones that transitioned most from in person to virtual and were less likely to slip back overall. And interestingly, most countries surveyed favoured a hybrid business environment. About two thirds of the survey takers were preferring this hybrid so a mix of in-person and virtual way of working that's why that they cited where they didn't really have to leave their homes they felt they could stay safer virtually but obviously a lot acknowledged the downsides of a personal connection as well as challenges of a good quality video feeds. and for some of our listeners if you're more new into finance and accounting very important that more people are aware of your brand and you do that in a, in a more more face-to-face environment if it's safe and possible to do so so really need to make the most of those opportunities of in person and um, actually we did a straw poll of some of our cfo mentors that were on the show we've asked them about the future of business travel and they actually expect in the short term business travel to probably be about half the level it was before say 2020 and they've actually reflected that in lower travel budgets for finance operating budget but also for some other support services well in their organizations. And a proportion, if all of them have actually factored in lower expenditure on renting office space and other overheads because of this more permanent shift to a hybrid approach. So I think if we even look at those actions, we're probably looking at future of more hybrid type. So don't expect a return to in-person one to learning and development events, being in-person, hiring, onboarding, team meetings, Even at a country level, um, it seems the majority of these are going to be either be virtual or substantially hybrid at the moment. And a final takeaway, and I think it comes from the advantage of Strength in the Numbers, actually, this appreciation that we are a global team, a global podcast, we have a global audience. But as we see more of this hybrid environment that will allow employees to fit their work around their own lives, probably a bit better. Uh, a lot do welcome that change we still need to appreciate the country and specific factors because not everyone's going to want to go hybrid Uh, actually if you deconstruct a lot of the respondents in france and india showed a higher preference for in-person only business appointments They, they don't particularly fancy the hybrid approach or virtual as much in fact it was quite an interesting one in the united kingdom and france And despite those two great nations having their disagreements in the past, uh, actually one thing they can agree on or have commonality on is that over half of the respondents in each of those countries wanted their education-related activities to be in-person only going forward. And in finance, we definitely rely on continuing our education and professional development uh, so that we remain relevant. It's a key activity for us so i think that was a a top concern for them that virtual education was perhaps preventing a real connection being established on those education and development activities between students teachers and classmates and and maybe didn't have the same level of engagement so there is a preference in certain countries for more in-person development and education and learning although a general catch-all is that where in-person learning going forward isn't available. I think there is an acceptance that virtual's okay, but it's not the preferred option. So again, expect to see perhaps some pressure there in the individual countries for going back to a bit more the way it was. But I think generally overall, I think it's just again, important not to assume that what's happening in one country or one type of activity will generally have the same success or a level of expectation in another one. And that's why we invite guest mentors on to strengthen the numbers to share with you what's working and maybe not working as expected in their worlds. Uh, as we said, we've got guest mentors from countries around the world. Our listeners are in over 171 countries. So it gives you a flavor of what perhaps to expect and maybe some ideas on to try out or things to avoid, particularly when it comes to the hard-won lessons. It's, uh, it's much faster, efficient, and probably more effective to, to leverage someone else's learning when going down some uncertain path. So look, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, we really appreciate it when you recommend the show to your friends and colleagues. You can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And thanks again for tuning in today. So until next time, take care of yourselves, stay safe, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.